Warning, do not drive a vehicle nor operate machinery while listening to the guided meditation portion of this episode. What's the point of the point, and why does it matter? It's the difference between wisdom and glorified banter. The answer has answers all interconnected, cause no part of true truth should feel they're rejected. You can argue and fight for each nugget of knowledge, and defend each new truth as you would in college. But the real true answer is just how they're adjoined, cause what we're all really seeking is the point of the point. Well, the first two seasons of The Point of the Point gave us a pretty good overview on life as it is and how one can understand and deal with it. This final season will be focused on the big picture of life. Are we a part of something grander than what we see with our senses or not? And if so, can we be more fully alive and present and be the best version of ourselves? Hi, this is Dr. Golden, and welcome to The Point of the Point. Today's episode is entitled, Creating the Beautiful Life with Gratitude and Aesthetics. I'm going to present to you a fresh perspective on life, one that creates and honors beauty, enjoyment, meaning, and connection. And should you have that already or move into that consciousness in the future, how that ethos spreads your enjoyment, meaning, and connection to others. The other day, this guy thought I was his age. He was more than 15 years younger than me. With astonishment, he asked, how do you do it? I said, Laugh, enjoy yourself, be funny, and eat properly. Your very being will want to be youthful if it enjoys the life it leads. But sometimes it is not enjoyable. Sometimes it is downright rugged. Yes, true, but find at least a little humor in it without hurting the feelings of others. That is how I got through teaching elementary school. There was always a teaching moment, a learning moment, kind of as a new and often funny way to see things. This is the fastest road to appreciation and gratitude for the things you have, who you are who they are, and what the hell is going on. Generally, I am one of the first to be aware of all the bad things that are going on. And I don't diminish them. I look at it in the eye. But then, I am one of the first to look at the big picture and see what isn't so bad, and what's downright wonderful. It's called perspective. Take a man's money, he'll be poor. Take a man's perspective, he'll go nuts. Balance, perspective. In art, as in life, balance and perspective creates 
beauty, appreciation, and gratitude builds awareness. It gives you a greater palette of hues and tones for you to paint your life. Life. To see the nuances of life through appreciation. And that sometimes by a good laugh or a good cry of understanding. My challenge to you is to take a given day and perceive and appreciate the nuances of that day. Not hip, hip, hooray, but build your awareness to see all the wonderful, subtle, just below the surface things that are happening every single day. And that's when life becomes magical. What is magic? Believe. What is believe? Look deeper. See deeper. Look for meaning look for good and believe that be that be that lie yes be that lie because in a more aware state the lie is a deeper truth so be that lie until that lie is life be lie life believe but Dr. Golden, you've spent quite a few episodes telling me just how horrible things are. And now you want me to forget about it and be all smiles. Actually, yes. You, I'll say most of you, I'll say practically all intelligent, academic, aware people believe that the pessimist is generally or mostly a greater predictor of truth. Reality. Optimists, as nice as they are, are not in touch with reality. Enter Hans Rosling, a Swedish mathematician. He, like probably you, believed that the pessimists had a close connection to what is really true, and then he explored. In short, this is what he found. In the scientific community, there is an inherent tendency to study negative trends. Of course, they are more pressing. They are more immediate. Often, they are more quantifiable, better able to communicate. And between you and me, what is more newsworthy? People are feeling more comfortable. Or there was another mass shooting. So he studied and charted stuff over time, a long time. Specifically, levels of poverty, climate change, food scarcity, poverty, global pandemic, financial collapse, world war, and extreme poverty. His charts would indicate that the wild-eyed optimists of old would have been the realist. But alas, he decided that he didn't want to be seen as an optimist. He called himself 
the possibilist. I like that. Wouldn't it be a great perspective for all of us to have, especially when dealing with the very real situations of today, not to mention our personal daily lives? We live in a world of time and space. I believe that we actually, on some level, exist beyond that. But for now, let's focus on time and space. Space. Notice how when you are in one space, it can affect you in a certain way. And each space can affect you differently. When you use the same space for the same purpose, that purpose gets easier. Things happen easier. Those vibes are getting stronger, whatever they are. If you appreciate, dare I say, bless the space, the space reflects back the vibe you send. Religions are full of the idea of consecration of space. On a good day with sacred intention, it becomes a sacred space. A space that can transform you and others to feel uplifted, spiritual. Then appreciation, gratitude, and awareness becomes so much easier. It may be beneficial in your daily life to consecrate a space, perhaps for a special purpose, and that can become your own fortress against the negativity of daily life. Not just as a respite, but as a place to use those good vibes to productively project your high road into the future. A collective consecration has a multiplier effect. However, if some of the horses are going in different directions in their thoughts, the result will be the sum of all the energies and directions, which can be different than planned or advertised. On the subject of humility, authentic humility ironically illuminates the magnificence of life because your immediate ego needs are out of the way. But understand, to be authentically humble, you need a very healthy ego. A bruised ego becomes either an egomaniac or goes the other way and acts humble, false humility. The actor goes through the motions of what a humble person should look like, but they are stuck in themselves. Those with authentic humility, with their healthy egos, are not stuck in themselves. They ride the waves of the universe. Study beauty. Universal beauty. What makes it beautiful? Be in that consciousness. See beauty wherever it is. And that which is not beautiful, see the special beauty embedded in it. There is a certain specific beauty even to that which is ugly. 
appreciate it from a distance. But be at one with universal beauty because that is universal truth, universal awareness. The problem with life is that we often don't give ourselves the time or space or conditions to make it easy to just stop and live in the moment with full gratitude. So here is a partial list of things that can make it real easy to have a more beautiful life. One, nature. Nature is our natural home. Our address is the home we have for the man-made world. But we so often forget to really just go home to the type of nature you feel is in perfect rhythm with you. This is a great reset button. Two, pets, animals. We just got a dog. She is a real blessing get you into the here and now in a loving way. Three, gardening, working with nature, herbs, scents, giving and receiving love from plants. Sounds crazy. Try it, get into it, then discuss it with me. Four, the arts. Music, open your heart with it. Express music the same way. Art, our personal universe in design and color. Drama, get involved deeply. See what gives you more awareness and gratitude. Upbeat intellectual curiosity toward a greater understanding, linguistics, metacognition. Six, the art of politeness. Beautiful in itself. If interested, read Omoyari, the Japanese art of compassion. This is a particularly potent manual on how to live a beautiful life. The chapters include cleanliness and organization, polite conscientiousness, the art of selfless hospitality, and to entrust. I highly recommend it, even if you use only a few pages of it. Seven. Connection and connectedness. Sharing in life's beauty and in clarity of thought and greater purpose. The more you feel that way, the more content and appreciative you will be, and the more and deeper connections, the more light you will shine. With the understanding that not everything or everyone should be connected to all of the time. A great way to connect to beauty, appreciation, and gratitude is through creativity and artistic expression. While this may seem obvious, I would like to make a distinction. 
When creativity and artistic expression is dedicated or in the service of these ideals, it amplifies them. When creativity and artistic expression is in the service of cynicism, degradation, and narcissism, it amplifies that. But then what are you left with? Again, this is not to say that everything is roses, but at least start smelling for the scent of the rose rather than getting pissed off at the thorns. Now, gratitude, humility, aesthetics, the study of beauty, and creativity, when working synergistically, can be greater than the sum of its parts. It can be transformative in your life. And where is all this going? Well, without getting too religious, grace. I would say living in the consciousness that allows us to experience the perfection that is all around us. The divinity in life. The divine here and now. So grace is what we can give to ourselves by actively seeking beauty, gratitude, appreciation, to the point that your life becomes transformed into a state of grace whereby you are fully connected to and empowered by life itself. Or as some would say, receiving divine grace. So now, let's take in a slow and deep breath of the air energy. Hold. And now gently return that energy back to the room. And let us begin our guided meditation. Relax your whole self. Take a good cleansing breath in. Hold. And now gently release it. Relax. Go a little deeper. Feel your whole body releasing all of your tensions. And go deeper. As your eyelids are feeling heavy, you restfully close your eyes. Your breathing has found a slow, gentle rhythm. As you are moving into a deep state of relaxation, you become aware of the radiant, gentle lights in front of you. As you go deeper, sitting on a boulder seemingly made for you, you gaze directly ahead at the waves gently crashing onto the boulder in front of you. 
you can feel just a little of the spray. The cool morning fog is just now lifting to where you can almost see the outline of the sun in the distance. As the seagulls fly from left to right, you are enveloped in this mystical, salty dream. Relaxed, in repose, all of your senses immersed in this sweet, yet deep harmony. Yes, this is you. And this is Earth. Like a hand in a glove. Perfect balance. Perfect harmony. Nothing more to be done or done to. And what are the chances in the universe of a billion galaxies, a billion stars in each galaxy, and all of the planets? What are the chances? How mind-bogglingly amazing that precisely what you need what you want. What you have that you didn't even know you needed or wanted is all here. Forget about the discussion of a maker or not a maker. Simply what is seems almost impossible to fully comprehend to fully appreciate. And so, you see a great highway projected through the heavens. It is your life, your experiences, your world in real time as you sail on this highway, from your past, in your present, sailing into the future. Each moment you were so involved. You are so involved. You are the lead actor in this endless novel that you are sailing through. You are not the director. You are not the producer. Your job as the actor is to play your part, which means that you have little time to be the director and see the whole highway and direct traffic. You are driving and see what is in front of you. But what if the actor spent a moment now and then and directed this play? everyone's interactions, the full beauties and flow of the whole thing. That is a great actor, 
an actor and director at the same time. And so, here you sit, looking out to the great ocean, in the bliss of awareness and balance, of deep gratitude. Find this place. Find other places. Set aside the time, often, when you can until this consciousness lives with you on its own for days at a time, weeks, months, years, until you are equally the actor, which of course you need to be, but also as the director, the pianist who conducts from the bench, Spend a moment and reflect on how you can put this practice into your life. And now, take a breath in. Out. You are coming back to your day-to-day -day consciousness but taking this experience with you. Activate your limbs and invigorate yourself and you are fully present. On the level of that grand highway, I love you and encourage you to be fully present to fully appreciate, to have gratitude and awareness, to enjoy and express yourself through humor and laughter, through creativity and through being connected with the director in you and the director in everyone else. Well, that's a wrap. Obligatory note. Every word and every note of this episode is original content created for entertainment purposes only. Got it? Thanks for listening. Tune in to our next episode of From Point to the Point. This is Dr. Golden signing off. Cause the real true answer is just how they're adjoined Cause what we're all really seeking Is the point of the point